a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to an extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Uh, many of you are, uh, I think we've had a rapid fire series of airbag deployments on the stock market. <laughs> Down one day, up the next, back down today. We're currently down 739. Uh, a lot of people are feeling a little whiplash from those airbag deployments in the herky-jerky markets. Uh, and so I turned, as we all do, <laughs> to our favorite senior economist at Zions Bank, Robert Spenlove. Thanks for joining us today. It's great to talk to you, Boyd. So so help help us out. A lot of people are like, okay, is this because of tariffs? Is this because of the president's rhetoric? Is this because of uprising in Hong Kong? Uh, is this just market cycles going off and on or uncertainty? Uh, you're saying it's something a little different today. Yeah, and I would say it's kind of all of the above. So what, what we're experiencing is a high level of uncertainty right now um, in the in the world economy. And so we've been getting a lot of mixed signals. Um, for instance, when you look at the job market, it's strong. When you look at, at U.S. gross domestic product, it's it's still growing. But then we're seeing more and more uncertainty, whether it's Brexit in England or whether it's the Hong Kong protests uh, in uh, in Asia or the uh, the increasing trade war. It's causing a lot of uncertainty and making uh, – uh, investors and and traders a lot more nervous. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier that uh, this this thing called the uh, yield curve inversion is part of what's going on today. Can you break that down in uh, terms I can understand and the rest of our listeners will be grateful too? I know that that's a struggle. It, it, <laughs> so the, the, the sell-off today is was specifically triggered by uh, an inversion in the yield curve. So if you just kind of picture in your mind what uh, the, uh, a yield curve is essentially looking at the return on different uh, maturities of bonds. So a bond is like a, a loan. And, you know, on the very short term, the, the interest rate should be low. And as you go further out, uh, that interest rate should go up. So you have a what's called an upward sloping yield curve. Um, when that yield curve uh, starts sloping down, that's called an inversion. And uh, today, for the first time since the Great Recession, uh, a critical part of the yield curve inverted, and that's what really set this off. Now, the reason that happens, so that's kind of what happened, but the why is what we see is uh, we, we've seen the uh, gross domestic product in, in England uh, actually went negative. 
for the last quarter. And then just today, Germany announced that their GDP has gone negative as well. The reason those are going negative is because the trade war is having such a big impact on China that they're starting to uh, have increases in unemployment and their production is dropping. So what we're seeing, we call it contagion, where weakness in China is now spreading to Germany and to England, and now it's coming back and spreading to America. Oh, that is uh, that is fascinating. Great breakdown. If you're just joining us, we have Robert Spinlove, senior economist at Zions Bank, uh, helping us sort out uh, the herky-jerky markets that we're in right now and what that really means, the whispers of recessions coming. Uh, I want to look at that for a, a minute, Robert, because I know you have great insight as it relates to uh, where are we really in terms of the job market and uh, where are we in terms of, of consumer confidence? Are, are U.S. consumers continuing to buy or are they starting to pull back? And, and is all of this a recipe for a perfect storm of a recession uh, rolling into 2020? Yeah, so th- that's one of the struggles with, with economics is, it, you know, they say economic forecasting is like trying to drive a car blindfolded, <laughs> listening to directions from someone looking at the back window. So you're always trying to figure out what's happening right now, Yeah. And but you're looking at data from, you know, a few weeks ago or a few months ago. And so w- when we look at the job market, the job market still looks pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're growing 165,000 jobs last month, so that's good. The unemployment rate is at a 50-year low. That's amazing. But then when you start to look at what about wage growth, you know, when you've got a high demand for workers and a low supply of workers, you should see wages going up, and they're not going up as much as they should be. So that's the first kind of warning sign. The next one and the critical one to, to the Fed is inflation. So again, if you've got a tight labor market, you should see uh, businesses raising their prices, and uh, we're not seeing the kind of inflation that we should be seeing. We're, inflation should be uh, over 2% right now, and it's only around 1.5%. So that's coming in really low. And then where it starts to turn into uh, uh, our even harder data, so looking at uh, U.S. gross domestic product. So it grew it, it grew 2.1% in the second quarter, but that's down from 3.1% in the first quarter. So we see slowing in GDP. And when we start to dig into the data of GDP, consumer spending is still really strong. So consumers are feeling good, but businesses are pulling back more and more business spending, business investment actually contracted. And then when you jump to today, so here's where you can kind of go from old data to new data, where we're seeing big hits is in the retail sector. Uh, like if you look at the stock of, uh, of Macy's, Macy's is down 12% today, oh, wow. uh, down 57% over the last year. Looking locally, Overstock.com is down 22% today alone. So we're starting, so that's kind of an indication of what we're seeing right now and what people are worried about going into the Christmas season. Wow, that is uh, that is fascinating stuff. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in, we've got Robert Spenlove, senior economist at Zions Bank, uh, playing the role of explainer in chief today as we're trying to figure out all of the uh, the data here, what it really means. Uh, maybe in this in this last minute or so, uh, Robert, I'll, I'll have you go from the uh, the facts and the data uh, to to the really softer side of all of this prognostication, and and that is there's this there seems to be this element in the country right now. Where even though uh, a lot of people are are happy, they 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 have jobs. They're they're still pretty uh, positive in terms of of where the country is. But there's also kind of this 
dis-ease, this, this pit in the stomach kind of thing of, uh-oh, is, is something bad coming? Um, how, do we, how do we combat that? And how do we prevent that from becoming a driver uh, in a downward economy? Yeah, and I think that's really important, especially in a state like Utah. Uh, Utah has among the strongest economies in the country. We have among the strongest population growth in the country. Uh, our, you know, our, all of our sectors, for the first time in many years, all of our employment sectors are growing. So we're seeing a really good uh, market in Utah and things are going really well. Um, you know, we're not entirely isolated from the, from the, uh, U.S. or from the world economy, but we really are very well positioned. And I think it's, uh, it, it also in general with the stock market on days like today, I mean, I can tell you, I don't, I don't sell, but I also don't, you know, dwell on it. I don't, I don't, you know, I look at my, open up my 401k <laughs> and start studying what's going on. Right. This is the time just to say, you know what? It's a roller coaster. It goes up and down, but in the long term, uh, you know, our country is doing really well, and in the long term, uh, investments are continue to increase. Oh, fantastic. Robert Spenlove, Senior Economist at Science Bank. Always appreciate your insight. Uh, great explainer-in-chief duty today. We appreciate that, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you pointed out where Utah is as a laboratory of democracy with a great free market economy, limited regulation, and, and great civil society. So uh, very, very important perspective on a day like today. Robert, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Again, Robert Spenlove from Science Bank. Always appreciate his insight. We're going to go ahead and step aside. Bottom of the hour break. When we come back, we'll pick up and talk about the uh, campaign reboot, what that looks like. Is it possible for some of these 2020 candidates? Stay with us. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.